Hello there, this is Evan. And this is Robert. And welcome to the Atlas Nova. Welcome to the podcast today. Uh, we talk a lot about video games and video game-related topics, and we got a few good ones today, right, Robert? Uh, yeah, a couple. Uh, what should we start with? What do you want to talk about? Uh, man, let's start with one of your topics, because I know you had some uh, good ones that you brought to the table. Right. Uh, so, there's a lot of buzz going on about this, uh, PS, uh, this PS1 classic that's coming out. It's a dumb idea. It's a smart idea, just executed poorly. Ah, man. See, okay, that's, I guess, where we differ, because I don't like the classic stuff. I don't see... Mm. I, I come from, like, there's emulators and stuff, so yeah. why do you need that? And you can also use the Raspberry Pi. Yeah. Because mm. I think those are cheap now, right? They're even cheaper? I guess. I don't know much about that. Okay. I don't either. All I, just... I know is that you're a PC gamer, so it doesn't. <laughs> nothing impresses you unless it's running it. I know. A thousand so FPS. Cheap. Ugh. <laughs> Uh, but this PS1 Classic, um, I don't know what the sales numbers are like, but there's a lot of there's a lot of contention, especially considering people are comparing it to the the original NES Classic and now the Super Nintendo Classic, and then of course I think Sega. There's rumors Sega is going to do a uh, do their own version. I hear it's going to be a Dreamcast. I don't I, think that's comparable uh, though, right? What I mean, it is in the sense that they're both classic, but. Dude, I'm sorry, Nintendo had so many more quote-unquote classic games than PlayStation on PlayStation 1. Right? Well, well, PlayStation 1 had a lot of good uh, first-party titles. I mean, it did, but they're not even on there. I guess. Um, Final Fantasy 7, a lot of people seem to like that one. Well, Uh, that's on different... That's already already on the PlayStation Store. That's on PC. mm -hmm. It's probably on the Switch, for all we know. (laughs) It's not, it's not. But I, my point is, is FF7 has been beaten to death on being on almost every platform. So I don't find that a good sale. That's not a good, like, marketable angle. Right. Well, the thing is clearly trying to cater to nostalgia, you know, being shaped like a little PlayStation and whatnot. Well, what other shits did they have that you were you like, maybe I'll get it because it has this? Uh, really, the only thing that interests me is it's got Metal Gear Solid 1 on it. That's, okay. that's really about it. I'm not huge into Tekken. It's got Tekken 3. It's got Ridge Racer 4. Uh, Ridge Racer, oh man. I have, I played that shit on uh, PSP. Yeah. And that, that shit was baller. Yeah, I bet it runs better on PSP too. <laughs> it, yeah, it probably looks way better. And uh, t- on that note, uh, you, you know, you play Tekken you play Tekken 3 on your PSP and there's no frame losses unlike this PS1 classic where frames are abound. As a matter of fact, it's so bad. I looked up the. I looked up. Uh, I did a little digging. I wanted to look up the hardware specs, so I'm just gonna start rattling these things off to our um, to our uninitiated viewers here. Uh, this thing is powered by a MediaTek MT8167A. It's just the hardware. It's 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 basically an all-in-one emulator chip. Oh. Okay. Everything's on there, and then. It's got a GPU. It's a Power RVR G3 GE A300. I don't know what the fuck that is. Uh, I was kind of hoping you did, since you're in video cards, but that's okay. That sounds like its own proprietary uh, graphics card, 
And did it say if it was an AMD or NVIDIA, or is it like just, yeah, are there pro? No, no, it's just a, a power RVR. Um, I'm sounding really uh, like I don't know what I'm talking about here. <laughs> so we're going to let the silence fall for a second. <laughs> but this thing has, it has a, uh, about one, one gigabyte of uh, double DR3 memory. DDR3? Yeah. Okay. And it Wait, also... I'm sorry, how much? How? A one gig. A one gig? <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh my god, that's laughable. Okay. It, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's I've got bad. at least... I think I've got four gigs of RAM in my PC right now. <laughs> you No, you for sure have eight gigs. Your uh, graphics card probably has four gigs. Oh, right, right. Yeah, right. Okay. so that's that's how shitty that thing is. Yeah. Well, in the terms of... Run, you know, the Sony, they're looking at this thing, they're like, it just needs to run PlayStation games, <laughs> right? And they're just like, I guess... Yeah, see, that's that's not knowing your fucking market, your community, man. And finally, I want to get through these specs. It has 16 gigabytes of flash storage. What are your thoughts on that? That's terrible. That's terrible. Only 16 gig. Well, well, it just needs to save like yeah. one megabyte game saves. I well, so, I mean, yeah, it doesn't really fucking matter because you're not gonna be able to. I mean, unless you mod it yourself, it's not gonna be a big deal. Because it just need, like you said, it just needs to play those games. And those games, I'm sure, PlayStation One games, mm-hmm. probably like. 50 to a couple hundred megabytes of data. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. None of these are bigger than a game. Uh-huh, and it had 16. <clears throat> but, uh, okay, so those those are just me trying to rattle off the specs. But uh, some of these things are going to become a little, little important when I get a little further down this list. So, uh, apparently the, the UI, the main menu, is pretty cool. I mean, if you're into that. It looks like an old PlayStation, like with the, the late 90s colors. It looks like a paintball screen and stuff like that. But, unlike the Super Nintendo Classic, there's no video filters, so you can't add artificial scan lines, or you Uh, can't make it look like a CRT. Right, you can't have that It just adds a little immersion to it. Yeah, it's that nostalgia, what we're looking for. Mm -hmm. That's weird, because uh, Nintendo even added it to their fucking um, Nintendo Online games. I think I sent you that screenshot, because I was like... Yeah. This is not enough shit, and then you're like, oh, but it has the CTR thing. And I was like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Even Mega Man X collections that came out has scan lines and CRT stuff like that. Yeah, that's so weird. And that's I just mean, a game. Would PlayStation really have? I guess it would still, right? It wouldn't. I mean, wouldn't have it as much as Nintendo? It would because it's still it, because fucking... it's running on a CRT. Yeah, yeah. That's so we're trying. We're, we're, the point we're trying to make is the immersion is breaking as as we're going down this list. The immersion is breaking because we're looking for nostalgia and we're just we're mm-hmm. getting a half fed nostalgia. And it's like you look at it, you look at it, it's it's a cute little PlayStation. You're like, that's nostalgic. Yeah. But then, but when we dig deeper, this thing is locked at RGB full range. Uh, might might not be a huge deal other than the fact that. You might have to go into your your TV settings and and set it to full range just to compensate, and that's just more of like a like a nitpick. Than anything yeah, else. I was gonna say I have my shit set to full range, and I don't think anybody else besides like nerds like us who look that shit up and they're like, I've gotta have full range. Or mm-hmm. dude, nobody's gonna give a shit. So that's right, right. that's a weird kind of nitpick. But yeah, okay. Uh, but it's a nitpick nonetheless. Right, it's something that should have been included regardless. Mm-hmm. I, I hear you. So all these games are upscaled to seven twenty. P and I think they were originally 240, so it's actually it upscales pretty nicely. But because Sony uh, did a piss poor job on the scaling and adding 
heavy filters to their thing. All the graphics look blurry. Oh, so yeah. even more so, so than they did before. Yes. Yeah, uh, they, don't, they don't look crisp. Yeah, that makes sense. You fucking... That's, I, so I'm sure because upscaling is shit. I mean, mm. it looks okay. But that's what they do with the PS4 um, and the Xbox mm. One or whatever the fuck it's called. They do upscaling to 4K, so it's not true 4K. That's why I hate that shit, because it's not real. They're like, uh, well, we can run 4K at 30 frames per <laughs> second. It's like, well, it's not real 4K. And it doesn't like have that um, crispness to it, that sharpness that you would have at 4K. So for them to do it again here at PlayStation Classic, I'm not surprised. I don't think anybody should be surprised. No. I think uh, the only reason people are kind of a little surprised is because, you know, Nintendo did it, and they they did it better, and the bar has been set. They did what? Well, they did the, the, the cl- their classics, the Super Nintendo and the NES. and Yeah, but, I mean, I guess this kind of goes back to the, the base argument of they... Nintendo has better classics, and the only reason why Sony or PlayStation is doing it is because they saw how successful it was, and they're like, well, fuck, mm-hmm. we have a classic system, too. Yeah. Let's get in on that, boy. And then they did it, and they're like, well, we don't have a lot of classic <laughs> games. Who? No. Right. Goddamn. That's my problem, is that nobody fucking talks about PlayStation 1 games. Who does that? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, There's what, some people out there. The only game that I can legit think of is Legend of Dragoon. Yeah. And maybe, like, Crash Bandicoot. Maybe Tekken, but that's because, like, you would have to have a multiplayer game to play with. You like your cousin or your brother, right? But I'm not, I can't like I'm not like man PlayStation era, mi amore. <laughs> no, it wasn't that good. Whereas like you can go back and think about the uh, Nintendo Entertainment System, the Super Nintendo, that had some good shit. And admittedly, it was just fucking Mario, but it had some other good games. Well, let's um, before we get too off topic here, let me just finish rattling these off. Um, they're, they're using what is for the emulator side of things they're using a open source software which is actually pretty standard a lot of these playstation emulators use it but they're using a different uh arm extension whatever the hell that means uh it's called psx rearmed and this is causing a lot of visual degradation of the graphics and it's actually causing some audio issues like audio just drops out in some of these games and it comes back whenever it feels like it, and that's because of the of the poor emulate. They could have used um, they could have used a much better emulation that's program. Terrible. But here, okay, we're getting to the bottom list here, though. Yeah. Okay, so nine of these games out of the twenty are the PAL versions, and so that basically means they're the so- European releases mm-hmm. of these games. Now, why does that matter? Uh, these. All PAL games run at 50 hertz, and that just just basically means that the games run a little slower. Right. Which is you know, no big deal, except all of your gameplay is being dropped onto the hardware, which is meant to run 60 hertz refresh rate. Why does it run at 50 hertz? Because of the PAL version. Because just Europe, Europe has some sort of standards for their whatever TVs they had back in the day really yeah it just they would not run 60 hertz and that's just they wouldn't hear otherwise okay so now we've got a 50 hertz game running on something that's meant to run 60 hertz and it's causing a lot of framing issues 
Like, it just frame drops all the time to the point that some of these games, specifically GTA on there, the original Grand Theft Auto, at its worst is running at 16 frames a second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that is... I'm sure that is a grand fuck up right there. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure <laughs> games only ran at like 20 FPS back then, anyway. So it's not. It's just really, yeah, archaic sounding, I guess. Because mm-hmm. you hear 16 frames and you're like, that shit's unplayable, especially on PC. 60 FPS is the golden standard. Yeah. Dropping between 40 and 60 is kind of like it's kind of shitty, but it's kind of whatever. 16. 16. 16. 16. Goddamn slideshow happening on I ain't a like... sweet 16 birthday right there. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. No, no, no. It's quite the opposite. That shit looks like trash. So, they Sony botched it. Uh, they tried to get it on, on the hype and the fad. Yeah. It didn't work out. Yeah. I figure they would. You mm-hmm. know what? It's I'm sure it's not long before uh, Microsoft does it. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sure... Oh, fuck. Do they... It's not possible to have an Xbox Mini, by the way. <laughs> oh, it is. That thing is a is a whale of a system. It weighs thirty pounds. The control, dude. Are they going to come out with the classic bear controllers? The yeah, bear man. Size controllers? They absolutely will. You know what corporate greed is? They will fucking do that, mm. which will be hilarious because I feel like they'll make the controller that big bear controller yeah. smaller, and then you'll be like, oh, this. This feels okay, actually, because it's like 50% the size. But they already did that. They did that near the end of the Xbox's life cycle. God, I don't they, remember that. They, they dropped it down a size because people were just <laughs> like, nah. dropped it down a size. Yeah. <laughs> dropped it down a couple of hand sizes because yeah. it was made it hit, for it hit the Andre the Giant. <laughs> <laughs> it hit the treadmill hard. Yeah. Hit the Stairmaster. Yeah. That, man. I mean, I still loved playing Halo, and that was... A really awesome experience because I, I would I would say that is one of the first um, to kind of have that experience. Uh, fuck, I can't I can't think of another game that we had that kind of experience where it was like a couch co op space shooter kind of game. Not space shooter, but a sci fi shooter mm-hmm. that was fucking well written. It was good. Like the first one, I think people can agree that it was a great stepping stone. But mm-hmm. s- the second one capitalized and made it much better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, Halo, I mean, I mean, have you seen those videos where the kids, like, now, like, high school kids, maybe not now, maybe, like, a year or two ago, were doing the, like, intro, the, like, oh, yeah. that thing? Dude, high school kids were doing that shit. F- fucking Halo? Mm-hmm. Y'all are, like, 15. It's an institution. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Halo is breaching fucking, uh... Decades, I guess. I well, let's just think about um, the original Mario theme. I mean, that really hasn't been in, like, a proper Mario sequel in a while. But Mario is so... Yeah, no, that's a good point. They're both iconic is the point I'm trying to make. Right, they're both iconic, but I don't think... I mean, I guess it is, in in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But when I think of uh, iconic, I absolutely think of Mario. And you can go up to 99.99% of the population mm-hmm. of the world and go da 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 and well, that's not even the classic Mario thing. Right, that's not even the classic one, but you can hit that one and they'll go, Oh yeah, uh mm-hmm. the Mario. If you do the fucking uh Halo, they're gonna go Dude, I'm not at church. What the fuck are you doing? Get away from me. <laughs> you know that's actually true. That's a really bad comparison because uh, all those are classic Mario games 
they really only had like three instruments at any given moment. God, what so was there the are a classic lot more. one? I don't remember now. I can't hear it. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So because there's so few instruments, it's easier to kind of like. Rem- not not just remember it but identify it yeah and then you come up to uh who's who's the um who's the composer for halo uh oh god marty freeman i want to I say th- i think it's marty freeman yeah um i hope it's marty freeman i don't want to sound like an asshole halo guy who makes music yeah we got it we know who it is marty yeah. freeman <laughs> uh he's um he's doing a lot more than just three notes at any given moment oh for sure but that's so that's why it's kind of a hard comparison because I feel like a lot of the quote-unquote older people will know Mario because they've heard it for longer than most people have. Mm-hmm. Um, Halo, to me, though, it was in such a weird, like... I mean, I know that there was a... There's there's five of them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but, unless you count Reach. There's six. Well, I'm trying to think of all the ones that had that specific intro. And I'm, I'm assuming it was only, like, the first two, maybe three. Mm-hmm. Anyways, my point is, is that, like, you would have to kind of be around and hear that stuff and, like, be introduced into it, where I'm sure the fucking commercials for Mario had that little uh, hook of a song playing. It's possible. Yeah. So, that's why it's different. But it's it, it trips me out, because, like, seeing, like, two years ago, 15, 14, 13, little 13-year-old kids... Oh, I'm sorry, not 13. Yeah, no, 13 to 15-year-old kids are singing the Halo song, intro song. Dude, Halo came out in, like, 2000. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's crazy. You were, like, just born, son. Mm-hmm. You don't know that shit. Not even, yeah. But Halo is just... Yeah, it, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I enjoy it. I, I, Halo's a great game. So, would you get a... Would you get an Xbox Classic for Halo? One and two. Man, you know what's funny is that I've I've toyed with the idea of getting uh, just an Xbox. I don't know what the fuck they're called anymore. Scorpio, One, X, Suck Dick. Dude, <laughs> there's there's so many like different versions of it. I hate that shit too. But I don't... I, anyways, um, yeah, I was thinking about getting one if I can find it on, like, on eBay or something real cheap. Mm-hmm. I looked it up and it was like a hundred bucks for that, and then I would have to buy the game, which I think at the time was still sixty bucks. And then I wanted to play with someone else, so it's another fifty bucks for the controller. And I was like, ah, fuck this. So if they came out with an Xbox Classic for like fifty bucks, then maybe I would. For Halo, Halo was good enough to me that I wouldn't mind shedding, sh- shelling out that fifty dollars. Because I wouldn't have to buy a whole Xbox One mm-hmm. controller for someone else. The game, sixty bucks, one hundred fifty bucks, fifty bucks. It just fucking adds up. So yeah, I probably would. Long story short, sorry. Okay. I probably would. I, I'm trying to think what other games were on Xbox that anybody played though. I know that there was that dude. Oh my god, if you could fucking remember. I'm sure I could just look it up, but there's this fucking game that was on Xbox that was this, like, multiplayer ninja game kind of thing, <laughs> and it was, it was like a kung fu hustle kind of game. It was just very, uh, tongue-in-cheek. Hmm. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> I remember going to my uncle's house and playing that shit, and it was tough, but it was fun. It was, like... Power Stone, and the like sense of like multiplayer funness back then. Well, speaking of Power Stone, I I, been, I brought it up earlier, but I really want to play. Um, I want them to come out with that 
that Dreamcast classic, because that's the rumor. Imagine how cool that'd be. But why? Because you got Power Stone. I know, but just get You got get Power him, Stone. You got Song Adventure Evan, 1 and 2. You no, got Sega Bass Fishing. You Evan, got Typing of the Dead. Evan. That shit's already out. We already have all that stuff. And we have emulators. Why would you want to pay... Why would you want an Xbox classic, then? Uh, I don't think there's... Is there an emulator? That's literally what I was asking you for the last half hour. Would you get an Xbox no, classic? No, right, but is there an emulator for uh, uh, Xbox? Like the old Xbox? I don't know. Yeah, I'll Anything's just download possible. an emulator. Anything's possible. So, I would like to take back the last ten minutes that I was uh, <laughs> using that for. And yeah, I'll just download the emulator. Well, right on. Well, I'm nostalgic for Dreamcast, a classic version of it. But you're not, so, okay. Now, hear me out. Uh, they use the big old controllers, and they also come, they bring those VMUs back. Bring back the VMUs. Okay. Uh, you can, like, I got one, my friends got one, I bring over my VMU, we swap VMU, friends, uh, ch- uh, Chocobo, or whatever those things are. Uh-huh. The Chows. Yeah, <laughs> the chows. Yeah. I love those things. Dude, that that whole system was ahead of its time. Hey, put it online. It'll be the first... It'll be the first... Just like the Dreamcast <laughs> itself. It'll be the first classic <laughs> console with online capabilities. And it'll Play be the... Power Stone online with your friends. And it'll be the first classic... Oh, no, I guess Sony already failed. Fuck! God damn you, PlayStation! <laughs> I was gonna say that it would be the first classic system to sail and fails, but it's not because PlayStation sucks. Mm. No, man, I look, I get it. I, I I totally am for the nostalgia boat. But the thing is, is you're not giving money to those people. You're giving it to the fucking Sega. So it's not, I don't know, to me it just, I don't know. That's why I'd rather do an emulator. I know that's kind of a scumbag thing to do, mm-hmm. but... Well, then you, uh, it, they would have to do it right. If you don't have a proper emulator like the one that's, say, in the PlayStation Classic, you start seeing, like, graphical degradation. Specifically, I'm thinking of Symphony of the Night. A lot of those graphics on the emulator that I played on my computer mm-hmm. uh, didn't were jerky. And there's, like, a picture of a moon, and you can actually see the frame around the moon, okay. like a JPEG. So and it looks like, like shit. Yeah. And then I just I loaded up on my PlayStation like classic and i'm just like oh not the classic playstation but right actual right. playstation mm-hmm. i got what you're saying yeah i mean i it's just it i get it different I... strokes for different folks my friend I, but i feel like the classic is such an easy cash grab that's why i don't like oh it, it. is it's such a blatant cash grab and that's why i kind of don't like it because it's so like oh we'll tug on those mm-hmm. nostalgia feels and it's cool because like you know, you and I are like, man, mm-hmm. we want to play old school, whatever, Tony Hawk, and we'll we'll get it for that. But then it's like we're giving the fucking corporation money, and they think that they could just shit out stuff. So I guess my my little rant here kind of leads into, well, the next time we have like a game drought, mm-hmm. they're just gonna do the next system, classic. Because it'll have been that long enough to do it. Mm. And they know that it's a good fallback. Nintendo knows that they can do that. I don't know what the next system Nintendo had. There's, well, so there's, there's, there's rumors that they're going to do the, the Nintendo 64 next. Well, it's not a fucking rumor. It's a guarantee. It's mm-hmm. just a matter of when. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that's my point. Is that they saw the first two do fucking exponentially well. So they're like, well, why wouldn't we do this? 
And they're like, well, we're making a shit ton of money. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which we'll talk about a little bit later. I'm sure did great. I'm sure it sold them it's, tons it's, of systems. It's, I think, the best-selling game on the system right now. And not to sound like an asshole, but that's not surprising. Mm-hmm. But my, I guess my point is, is when does it end? <laughs> when will we stop seeing these classic, little, small, cute emulators? It's it's never it's it's not going to end because um, everything right. these days is trying to repackage our nostalgia. I mean, just look at Ready Player One. Uh, that whole movie just seems like like the nostalgia of the movie. They gotta. Guys driving around the Back to the Future car, freaking Iron Giants, like, blasting people. Halo shows up for two seconds. Ninja Turtles are in there, I'm sure. I didn't watch it. I heard it was actually good. but I heard it was good, too, but... Um... I heard the book, obviously... this You always hear this, but I heard the book was better. Yeah, it, like, I hear books... mixed things for both. Well, I heard that the book's message was a little bit different, whereas, mm-hmm. like... Obviously, because it's a movie, they got to speed shit up. Yeah, they people... they truncate it yeah, quite yeah. a bit, mm-hmm. and people are gonna be like, Ugh. "There's actually a few time jumps in the books." My understanding. This is boring. When's the story <laughs> gonna hurry up? It's like, God damn it! Yeah, I kind of hate that media is taking that turn. Well, everything has to be so. I don't know how to say this very <clears throat> smart. Smart or very nice, but it's so like ADD ridden. Every game has to be so like quickly fucking like rewarding. You have to like be able to jump in a game and be like, oh man, this is so jacked. This made me so hyped. Every game has to be. There's no that. A lot of games don't have that slow burn anymore, which is unfortunate. I miss mm. those games. I miss the games that you kind of had to work towards. That's why I kind of like Monster Hunter. It's kind of like that, where you have to defeat that monster a bunch of times in order to get that special uh, material. Although, obviously, sometimes it's a little too much. I'm mm-hmm. looking at you, Culvatur, off fucking mm-hmm. asshole. Yeah. But that's, but my point is, is there's not a lot of games like that. Fucking Battlefield Five, Call of Duty, um, I don't want to say... I want No, God of War is kind of like that. A lot of them just have that satisfactory, like, mm-hmm. instant satisfaction. It's a little... I don't know. I kind of miss the slow story... Um, which is weird. I saw a Forbes article. I didn't read it because I didn't really care because I already beat it. But the Forbes article was, have you beaten Red Dead Redemption 2? Will you ever beat it? And I was like, dude, I beat that shit in like <laughs> three days. What are you talking about? Nah, it was more like a week because, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like, I beat that game. It was really fun. And it just, a lot of people complain about how slow that game is apparently. I don't know. It's uh, I like the pacing in that game. Admittedly, I didn't play the first Red Dead Redemption game. So. Mm. A lot of the complaints came from, like, you just ride on a horse and you hear a story of Dutch and Arthur. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Well, different strokes for different folks, I guess. I hate that argument. <laughs> well... It's so. Well, like... you play Destiny. You play Destiny with instant reload times, and then I play Counter Strike, and just like I fucked up. I gotta wait ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean you're not wrong with the different folks, different strokes thing, but we're talking about two different genres at that point, aren't we? So I guess mm-hmm. that's your argument of different folks, different strokes. With and I'm comparing an FPS to an RPG. 
Would you say Destiny is an RPG? No, I would call it a shooter. Yeah, so an FPS? Yeah. Okay. And uh, clearly Counter-Strike is what? A... Well, it's a fucking war simulator. It's an FPS. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's an FPS, motherfucker. That was my point. But that's So, I get the different... So the different strokes for different folks things feel like it's a it's a weak argument because those games and all that stuff is made for obviously different people we mm. all know that but the quality of it still needs to be good so what determines like the quality of the game i guess is my point mm-hmm. yeah, i mean some people is like Destiny... bloodborne some people don't like bloodborne well what makes bloodborne a good game um you shouldn't ask me that cuz well it's just, everything okay well so is the is there a rich story if i was interested in story is the lore there you got to dig for it is the problem but it's, it's there right it's like, there okay so there's like if i was interested but in but if there if there's somebody who likes being spoon-fed the story like like say they're into uh the Nathan Drake games and it's just <laughs> like it's a constant like you're constantly moving the story forward right uh, opposed to this which is just ambiguous and you really have to you actually have to go you gotta suss it out yourself right absolutely i get it i mean you're totally right and that's i think that's kind of why so you have to be aware that there's a story because mm-hmm. obviously you can play through bloodborne or or the souls games i don't know what they call like the whole arc of all of them Soulsborne. Soulsborne. thank you mm-hmm. you can play the Soulsborne game and not even give a shit or know anything about the lore. Um, but I feel like most people are playing it because of the difficulty factor. Yeah. Once you look into the lore, it's so dark, so gothic. It's very good. I'm the kind of person that kind of likes that stray of, like, the happy ending for everybody. And, like, at the end of the movie, like... I mean, I guess it's not a good comparison now, but, like, when Marvel movies would have that, like, we did it, guys! <laughs> we beat the bad guy! We... Uh-uh, let's go have some food! And then they would do that, like, silly, like, oh, we really like shawarma, or we really like whatever <laughs> other dish they're talking about. So you're all for that? No. Well, I'm for the, like, Soulsborne kind of thing. I like mm. that dark, like, heartfelt, like, oh, God. Oh man, like that guy was working towards something his mm-hmm. entire life, and well, guess what? Life just shat on him, and now he's gone nowhere. But he is still roaming, and he's trying to make it better. But it's not gonna go anywhere, and it's that like perpetualness of him trying to be better and do better things because he knows that he just can't. Well, you were playing Dark Souls not too long ago. Did you get to Henrik's storyline? Ah, uh, I pff- Henrik and um. And the other the other bloke, depending on what your uh, your gender is, they switch. Yeah, so I that's heartbreaking. Yeah, God, I can't remember the name, but so I stopped playing because I fucked the story up. That stupid motherfucker. What is his <laughs> name? The like rat guy. Oh, uh... it's not a rat guy. It's he's a fucking rat. Oh, you talking about um <laughs> the one that's in every Miyazaki? Game? Yes. Uh, patches. That, patches. That yeah, patches. Fucking asshole. Yeah. I fucked up and he killed my onion, bro. Um, he's the big fat guy in the no, armor. No, I know who yeah. onion is. Ziegfried, I think. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, he killed my onion guy. And it, it fucking saddened and maddened me at the same time. Because I was like, damn it. I did the story wrong. So, like, I played a little bit more. Um, but, yeah, I kind of stopped. Because I was like, I really want to go back and just play through it and do it right this time. Because I forgot to go deal with his arc, but I didn't. And I just it's, Oh, it's not Henrik. I'm sorry, cutting off. It's Horus. Horus, yeah. Horus. And Horus goes hollow and the... You find out that he goes hollow. And right, because you, you have gotta, to fight him. You've got to decide to tell what's her face or not. Uh-huh. Or what's his face. I, yeah, depending on if you're female. By the man. way, uh, if if you're a male and uh, the other person is a female, a female is voiced by Evil Yoseska from Bloodborne. Really? Yeah, same huh? voice actress. Right on. Well, that's just using good, good on Miyazaki. Mi- he knows. Yeah, Miyazaki makes friends with his, his voice <laughs> actors and he brings them back. Yeah, he's like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. I, I, half, half price, half price. You come back. And as I'll... a matter of fact, I, uh, Alfred from Bloodborne is also in Dark Souls Three as one of the characters. I forget who he is though. Hmm. He might be Siegfried. Man, the I, Onion Knight. I wonder if that does really save him money though. You think so? I don't know if it saves him money, but he he definitely. Well, you got to think about like. Oh yeah, I also you also got to think about the fact that like is he personally in contact with the. English voice actors, or is it his localization team is high rehiring these people? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, it's the same kind of game, so we like your voice and mm-hmm. <laughs> it fits it. So yeah, we'll just use you again. Mm-hmm. Is it laziness? No, I think it's just uh, throwing a homie a bone. You know, <laughs> keep him, keep him. I agree. Cash flow going. I was just playing devil's advocate because because it's like, well, they could look for other people that sound like that. There are other people that have that kind of quality, mm-hmm. but they're just like, ah, we've already got Mr. Johnson, and Mr. Johnson already sounds kind of like that, so mm-hmm. why would we look? But no, I, I like all that stuff, because it, it's very, mundane's not the right word. It's very sulky. Sultry? Sulky. Like, it's like very, uh I went and looked for the girl in the garden, <laughs> and she was a zombie. You I know what it. I mean? Yeah, I got what you're saying. Yeah. So I feel like it's easy enough for them to be like, well, that's kind of the like feeling of the game, so why would we not use that again? Exactly. And, you know, not that it's a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. Um, Bloodborne and... Um, Dark Souls 3 are some of the most depressing games, but most some of the most artistic games out there because because they're not afraid to to be sulky. That's exactly. So I I'm sorry. I mean, obviously they're an both... antithesis to like say Mario. Right. And that's why I like them so much is that mm. it's not it's it's a nice getaway from the the mm. typical like oh we did it everything is happy everything's perfect now we can go on living these perfect lives whereas mm. Soulsborne games are like no. these are far from fucking perfect stories like yeah as a matter of fact most of these people are not gonna have happy endings exactly. regardless if you're trying to help them out it's like the old school uh, Disney stories mm-hmm. or what Disney stories are really based off of yeah yeah them shits are not fucking happy. No. Little Mermaid turns into sea foam at the end of that original story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I forget one story. It was like, that bitch just gets raped. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. So. They gotta pretty it up. Yeah, exactly. There's always this, like, 
glorifying or prettying up, which is good sometimes, but sometimes it's just too much and it just lasts too long. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the problem with a lot of the games. Um, well, hey, speaking of Disney, uh, you said you're going to bring something to the table today concerning Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, yeah. So, I've been waiting for Kingdom Hearts uh, for, I think it's 13 years now. That long? I think it's that long. Wow. Because they've been doing uh, a bunch of fucking side games that I've had no interest in. But anyways, Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out January 29th. Mm. And uh, apparently, a couple of the games have been um, compromised. How I think so? 10 or 20 copies, someone had taken them from, like, some... I, I want to say it was, like, a Chinese pressing or something like that. Mm. Uh, yeah. So, they took the game, and they've been selling it, I believe... Oh, snap. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Selling it on Facebook Marketplace. Weird. Really weird. The game's a month away. Oh, yeah, but a month away, you get all that good stuff, and you get to play it. Your game you've been waiting for 13 years? Like, mm-hmm. come on. A month. Anyways. Right, right. Yeah, he's, they've been selling, or that individual, I don't know if it's multiple people. I don't think that's been announced. Uh, has been selling the game. Uh, but anyways, the director, I want to say his name is, his name is Tetsuya Nomaru. Nomaru? Yeah, Nomaru. Something like that. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I recognize his name. He's I, a big wig at, at Square Enix. Right, I don't know the pronunciation because I'm not Japanese, sorry. I think uh, he's the one who's who mainly works on Final Fantasy, right? Uh, yeah, he's working on Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so he sent out a tweet, or it was a picture. The tweet was a picture of what he was requesting, and he, he's basically asking people to not fucking spoil it for everybody else. He's like, look, we've been on this really long journey. We've built up this quote-unquote climax. People are fucking excited for it, and we want everybody to experience it at the same time. Well, this isn't the last game in the franchise, is it? I'm sure it's not, but it's, I mean, we've been waiting a long time. I kind of feel like people like myself who kind of grown up with the franchise, Mm -hmm. this will probably be our last game. At least for me. Like, right. I think after this, they can make another one. Mm-hmm. And if I'm still playing games and interested, when they come out with another one in 20 fucking years, I probably won't play it. I probably won't care. I'll be like, you took too long. I don't care. It's like Half-Life 3, you know what I mean? Right. It loses that charm. But, anyways, he's kind of... Pleading is not a good word. But he's just like, hey, look. Everybody, please, if you have a copy or whatever, like, you shouldn't have it. But don't spoil it for everybody else. Don't ruin it. Right. Um, and I know, like, the Kingdom Hearts 3 subreddit, I don't know if there's multiple ones, but I know one of them in particular is, like, look, if you post that shit here, we will delete it and we will ban you. Like, you, Good. Won't, you won't. Yeah, I, I'm fucking with that. Yeah. And the community itself, which is really awesome, is like, yeah, no, no, no spoilers. Like, the community as a whole is like, dude, we don't want to know this shit. Like, fuck off. Mm-hmm. So, it's been really cool. Um, to see that the community is uh, working together to kind of keep the spoilers away. Because the game has been done since November. 
Mm, so it's just polished now? Yeah, so I'm sure it's just Sounds polished. Sounds about right. And they're probably, like I said, printing it up and stuff like that. That's why that guy got his physical copy, because mm-hmm. it was an Xbox copy. Okay. And, uh, yeah, he was he took pictures of it. They showed, like, the uh, initial screen, some of, like, the beginning, the intro, which apparently is, like, mega spoilers. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, Tetsuya came out and was like, oh, those are, like, heavy spoilers. So I don't know if that means, like, obviously it's heavy spoilers because this came to Hearts 3 and it's not out yet, so it's spoilers. Right. Or if it's, like, there's some key element bullshit that happens. Goofy's eyes. Yeah. Opening cutscene. Uh-huh. Just flat out. <laughs> gutted. Donald is gutted. just, like... Gonald did it. Donald did it. Donald. <laughs> Gonald. Gonald? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... I don't know. Um, it's interesting. I don't. I'm totally for the whole community rallying together and being like, no, 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 get this shit out of here, because it it has been a really long time. Mm-hmm. And really, what's another month at this point? Right. But yeah, so that's that's pretty much it, and that's as far as I know. Um, I, I don't think it was announced how much that guy was selling it for. I'm assuming he was selling it for a, a, a bit, you know what I mean? He's not yeah. selling this game for 60 bucks. No, He's probably he, selling he, it for yeah. a couple hundred. Because yeah. you know people are going to buy that shit. Absolutely. But yeah, I thought it was really cool. I'm sure they're going to find that guy. Oh yeah, without a doubt. They found the guy who leaked uh, Half-Life 2 all those years ago. Oh really? Some German hacker. <laughs> and they, they put, I think... <laughs> was they, it too they... late? Hmm? Was it too late? Did they do something, or were they just like, yeah? We... No, yeah, they pressed charges for sure. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know what the court case ended up being. Other, like, I don't know if he went to jail, but he for sure like lost whatever court case they they presented him with. Damn. Yeah, and it affected the. It, it made Half Life Two a different game because of that. I liked Half Life Two, so I'm wondering if it made it better. <laughs> they probably did. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Smash a little bit. We've been playing Smash a little bit. Ah, uh, yeah. And it's fun. It's exciting. But there's input lag, and um, Nintendo needs to f- fix that. Dude, it's bad. It's bad. For reference, what are you using to play the game? I'm using the Pro Controller. Right. So, the and it's wireless. I don't have it plugged in, because mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's going to make that big of a difference. It's bad. Uh, I believe you're using... I'm, I'm using the Joy-Cons. The Joy-Cons, yeah. Um, yeah, man, it's bad. So when we first got it, we were enjoying it enough where we didn't really... I think we did notice it. We noticed it. But it but wasn't... We, we chalked it up to our Wiis trying to communicate with each other. Right, because we were playing, yeah. Um, but yeah, after I went home that night, I played a little bit, and I, it just felt wrong. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel right. Um, it's definitely there, and it doesn't feel yeah. good, and it really makes me not want to play the game. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, "Oh well, I don't feel it, so it's not real." It's like, yeah, but th- we're not. That's a shitty argument. Oh, what well, didn't happen to me, so it must not be real. Like, what the fuck? Mm-mm. No, it absolutely is real, and a ton of. You know what? It made it apparent when I felt it. And then I handed you my controller, or you felt it already, but I handed you my controller, and you felt it. I brought it home, and then I picked up my brother and uh, came back home, played it, and he was like, yeah, it does feel a little off. And I was like, I didn't even say anything. I didn't even ask him. I wasn't like, hey, does Mm -hmm. this feel weird to you? No, he was like, 
yeah, your controller feels like it's laggy. And I was like, mm, okay. And then I explained to him that I definitely know that there's input lag. And then we looked it up. Uh, and I, the YouTuber Gigaboots mm-hmm. did an input lag thing. And apparently he's done it for all of the Melee or Super Smash Bros. games. Look that guy up. Watch and give him some credit. Um, but yeah, there definitely is lag and it is noticeable. We, Evan and I, come from playing PC games where there's, like, very la- low latency mm-hmm. and a high refresh rate and all out of their sweet PC business. Um, so we can tell. Um, but there are a lot of people, like, in the Reddit that I saw, which kind of made me pissed off, were like, oh, well, you wouldn't have noticed if someone didn't post a video. It's like, no, dude. I noticed way before the video was posted. And so did the other two people. And I didn't say anything to them. them. They mentioned it to me. Mm-hmm. So, I think it might be a PC person thing. Maybe. Um, as well as, like, playing the other Smash games. Because we play the shit out of Melee. Mm-hmm. So, we know that the, like, input lag is different. I, w- I would say I took uh, Smash 4 incredibly seriously. So, I spent a lot of time playing that. And uh, trying, trying to uh, do certain things in the heat of the moment in this game. Trying to up B and trying to recover myself. With certain characters, it just the character just straight up goes in the wrong direction. Yeah, so they do the uh, uh, input buffer as well. Yeah, so it just it doesn't... so su- supposedly the best response time is from a GameCube controller. Yeah, so the best if you are feeling the lag and you're like, man, this is really bad. Mm-hmm. Your best bet is to play on like a PC monitor with low latency. And to play with a GameCube controller. Right. Um, which I kind of tested. I pl- plugged it into my... Um, which it looks like shit, actually. So it's kind of not good. But I was playing it on my um, 27-inch 1440p monitor. Mm-hmm. With like a 5 millisecond response time. And it looked... Like the colors were a little saturated and it looked good. But the lag was still there. You could still feel it. Like, doing your neutral attacks and your, like, forward uh, smash attacks and, like, tilts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't feel good. And it was really, like, making me, like, discouraged to keep continue to play. Because I was like, man, I want to play Smash. And then I'd be playing by, like, uh, against the CPU. I haven't done the online stuff because we'll talk about it in a little bit yeah, here. We're getting, but we're getting to that. It's even worse. So if there's input lag on top of input lag, I've I was just like I don't want to fucking touch it. Right. Um. I don't know if you've been playing a lot of it. Uh, I've been I've been playing it in my spare time. Um. Yes. Yeah, and that? it's no, it's noticeable. I mean, you're playing. I'm laying in bed and I'm playing it with the Joy Cons, which is the least optimal way to play it. And so, the Joy Cons are so you're like playing literally the portable way, right? Right there. Yeah. Yeah, okay. the, joy- the Joy-Cons are literally right next to the screen, and you're still feeling a little lag, and that just baffles me. Yeah. I mean, um, clearly, yeah, it's not hardwired. Nothing's going to be as good as hardwired, but it's right next to the screen. You have each controller on on the side of the screen, and I don't... I, it's just... Let's get this going. Snappy. Snappy. Yeah. Let's do it. I, throw that. Throw that special move out there. Do you think it'll be fixed anytime soon? 
I hope so. I think it will. Because supposedly they came out saying it's a software issue. It's not a hardware issue. Did Nintendo or Sakurai come out and say that? Or was it people who fucking did their homework (laughs) and came out and were like, we, like... Supposedly Nintendo sent out a tweet. Okay. That's one thing I haven't researched today. Don't hold me to it. Okay. I I only Mm -hmm. ask because, like, I want to fucking know. But, like, I've been so discouraged that I've, like, kind of kept away from playing it because... I, I've been playing Destiny 2 again a little bit, mm-hmm. and it's responsive as fuck. So when I'm playing Destiny 2 on PC, and I go to Smash, like, it just feels mm-hmm. not right. It, it doesn't feel good at all. Um, well, maybe I gotta do a little bit more research, but what I think is interesting is I follow Zero, and I don't think Zero has even brought this up no, once. No, he hasn't. At he, all. He's just sucking the game's dick. And, you know, there's a lot of dick to suck on this game, but he's not even, like... Well, he's sucking the dick because he's the best, or one of the best, if not the best, Super Smash Bros. player. Mm-hmm. That guy is fucking good. I, I've watched his YouTube videos and uh, his streams on Twitch. And he makes great content. I love him. Yeah, he's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so good for him, but of course he's not going to be like... Uh, well, I mean, he'll say it after the game is long and dead, just like he did for Smash 4. He was like... That's probably, yeah. <laughs> he, he was like, this is the last time I have to stream this piece of shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't think he'll say anything, but I feel like the other people... <laughs> and like I was saying, this is this is the tip of the iceberg on this problem. And he's not addressing it, and I'm I'm not starting a witch hunt here with uh, zero but there's other things he's not addressing that are that these are things that need to be addressed nintendo and it's it all revolves around the online aspect of this game yeah this apparently this this is the worst version of the online this is worse than brawl and brawl was pretty fucking terrible online it was the first online game no right yeah yeah Yeah, melee wasn't online no Brawl was... I never even played Brawl because it was apparently such a travesty. <laughs> I played, it was that bad. I played quite a bit of uh, uh, Smash 4 online. and You know, it was what it was, but I had fun with it. Well, you didn't so, have to pay for that shit, too. So Absolutely. But with Smash 4, what they did was is they basically had two game modes. One was unranked... Smash- and, glory mode and and one was ranked for glory was ranked it was 1v1 no items all omega stages basically just a flat terrain mm-hmm. you, you go at it skill which just is pure weird skill. because there are some characters that perform really bad on just a flat surface yeah where... ganondorf does better with platforms is my understanding and there are other ones that have are very more beneficial to the uh it's mm-hmm. not it's it's not Omega. It's the other one where there's yeah, they battlefield. Added a, they added a new different type of, of version of the stages with the platforms, which is fine. Right. Battlefield has the three uh, platforms above mm-hmm. the flat land. But supposedly the and you got to understand you're paying you're paying four dollars a month for this online service, and this is the first major release uh, online release title multiplayer game that they've released since that the model has has been implemented of this this $20 a year and it's it's a fighting game and there's lag that's that's abhorrent you can't you can't we can't do this with a fighting game there can't be any lag with a fighting game yeah i mean you're right they i think it was street fighter 
five, I want to say, had really bad input lag. Yeah. And it took them months mm-hmm. to um, patch. And this and is fix. The, this is also Street Fighter Four. People are not remembering this thing correctly. Street Fighter Four had pretty, and and, and Marvel versus Capcom mm. didn't have the best, uh, the best network connections. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, for the record, if anybody's wondering, the people who do Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue has absolutely positively, and they did the uh, they did the new uh, Dragon Ball games. They have the best online connectivity. I don't know what the fuck they're smoking over there. Yeah, but they just hippie toppers. Mm-hmm. They got it down to a science over there. Yeah. So this is this is not exclusive to Nintendo, but they have to try harder. Is the point I'm making. Well, not only should they try harder and there should be a standard that should be kept, um, mm-hmm. I just think that if this is your big game, your flagship game for your Switch... For this year. Yeah. They basically blew their load last year on the Switch with Mario and Zelda and whatever else. The Rabbids or whatever. <laughs> we don't talk about those. <laughs> but uh, all year, people have just been like, okay, we're, we've got we've got Super Smash Brothers that's it <laughs> yeah it was like we're looking forward to super smash bros uh-huh. and then you uh, we were both looking forward to it and we're like mm-hmm. it's gonna be fucking great and then we play it and we're like this is fucking great and then like we play it for another day and we're like oh mm-hmm. this isn't and then fucking people are like doing online and they're like oh we're paying for this and yeah they're like, yeah you are yeah Cause these fucking subscriptions need to be for something mm-hmm. if we're paying a subscription then your shit needs to be better. That's the point. So on top of this input lag, and this is, this is going back to Smash 4 had ranked and unranked. Uh-huh. Free-for-all versus uh, For Glory. Yes. Respectively. They completely did away with this, this matchmaking system. Yeah. And if you go online, you choose your rule sets, basically what items, what stage settings you want, etc. Right, your preference on how you want to play the yeah. game. And then and then you, you send it out there. And then the game tries to matchmake you with other similar rule sets. Mm-hmm. Nintendo, or the developers of this game, decided to put more emphasis on... Uh, less ki- lag. Less lag, more connectivity, faster load times mm-hmm. over this your preference and the preference the the rules yeah which first of all if you're going to do that why'd you even come up with a new matchmaking system (laughs) yeah people who are trying to do more serious battles are getting into to matches with four people with four people with items items. (laughs) and of course it's it's basically the free-for-all and that goes both ways people who are looking for -for free-for-all matches are going into solo fight matches. Yeah, 1v1s. 1v1. With no Omega, items. no, like, two stock. <laughs> and, That's my kind of game. And the <laughs> and this, this in and of itself is a clusterfuck, and then you add on the problem, which is uh, Smash penalizes you for Leaving. disconnecting. Yeah. yeah, and then you combine this with the strict DC policies. Yeah, I saw someone said that they left... And they got like a thirty-minute ban. Yeah. So. So uh, if you DC a bunch, that thirty-minute can come become longer. Right. Apparently, thirty minutes is is the most people have seen, like the worst of it. But it just he, is not that bad. I mean, it so sucks. You shouldn't be banned. But for thirty minutes, when when you when you say bad, 
when people say it like, oh, I was banned, I'm thinking like a year ban, a month ban, a week ban. Those are long because you, like you're paying for the subscription or yeah. whatever, and you're like, I can't fucking play this anymore. You're not only paying for the subscription, but you're getting your hand slapped for the fact that you put you you made these stipulations before the connectivity, mm-hmm. and because the game didn't deliver on what you stipulated, you're you're forced into the situation of like, well, yeah, I either fucking get my ass kicked for two minutes or less than a minute, or I just disconnect and eat the penalty. Yeah. There was a stream that I watched. Uh, it wasn't Zero. It was someone else. I don't remember who it was, but he was spamming just... Uh, that's Falco. His B, neutral B, which is just shooting the gun. Yeah. And he was spamming it for like a minute or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he got disconnected because they thought that he was AFK or using a bot. And like the message is like, Nintendo doesn't like or Super Smash Bros. is better when you don't do this or so something like that. Yeah. And the guy was just like, because he got into a mode that he didn't want to play. So he's like, fine, I'll just fucking hit B so I can just play it and not disconnect. And I'll just die and just whatever. Not a big deal. Mm-hmm. No, they were still like, no, you're just sitting here pushing one button. So uh, you get 30 minute ban. And I was like, what the hell? And here's, here's my thing. When in Smash 4, if you if you get too much of these penalties, you... You basically get lumped into a group of short buses. You get lumped into a group of of grievers, uh, hackers, and people who just generally don't take the game seriously whatsoever. Is is this going to happen to this new game? This happened in Smash 4. Is this going to happen in this new game? Oh yeah, absolutely. So Nintendo is basically forcing people into the shit tier Mm -hmm. matchmaking groups. Right. Yeah, I, I mean... Seeing as they've done it before, I'm not surprised that they're doing it now. Mm. Why would they not do otherwise? Mm. But is is it more? But because they put the emphasis on connectivity, basically, you're more likely to to connect with somebody on the street, right? Um, whether or not that person is already in the shit tier class is is up in the air. But mm-hmm. I don't know. This is the point. Is is this is not leading to good things? Right, so Nintendo is concerned about ping because they don't want to seem like their network is shit. But instead of having a good network and mm-hmm. uh, and having like a solid fighting game, they're like, well, if we just put it closer and your pings are really low because you're really close, then that kind of like is our escape goat because yeah. now... They're overcorrecting. Yeah, it's like, well, it looks yeah. like it's great. But it's like, but this person wants to play a 4v... A, like a four-player match where I'm just looking for a solo 1v1 sweaty match. Right. And Nintendo's like... Well, we don't give a shit. We just want you to, like, experience our game with no lag. Which I get, and it's cool, and I kind of respect that, but not enough to the point where it's, like, going to force you to only play that mode. That's not fun. Nobody wants to do that. Right. Just, look, give people the option, which I think they are now, but if I don't mind waiting a minute or two in the queue... For something that I want to play or something relatively close. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say I want to play two stocks, no items. And then it's like, uh, well, this person wants to do three stocks and no items. Yeah, fucking, dude, I don't care. I'll wait the minute for someone to do that. Yeah. Two or three minutes. It might Five, be, even. yeah. I think, I don't think they're giving people enough credit. Yeah, people don't like to be locked in a loading screen for, for eons, but yeah. I think people would prefer that over. Right. Oh, uh, I don't want to play this match because this is literally isn't what I've asked for. 
I don't want to play fucking all Pokeballs on high <laughs> drop rate. Like, yeah. that's not what I want to play. Exactly. That's something that I do with my friends at home on the couch co-op kind of mode. Nintendo, it is almost 2019. For the love of Christ, figure <laughs> out the fucking internet. For God's sakes. They won't. They it's, just... it's... It'll take the next system for them to start to kind of. Pick that's what it up. Pe- uh, that's what we've been saying for years. No, it's no. the next system. It's uh-huh. the next system. I know. I, I trust me. I'm there with you, man. I don't think it's a fucking good answer. I think that they mm-hmm. really need to get a team that has their finger on the pulse, and they go, "Oh, wow, we're behind." But I, they just a fucking entire company can't do that. It's mm-hmm. crazy to me. This is because no, uh, Nintendo is. Is very Japan focused. Yeah, they definitely fo- they they cater to the U.S. to as much as they can, uh-huh. and to, probably more so to Europe. Uh, really? Just based on their past. Yeah, there. Well, there was that whole thing about those games that came out on the Wii that never got released in America, but they got released in Europe. And mm. one of them, I think, was Xenoblade Chronicles. Huh. And there was that huge push to be like, bring out these three games to the to the U.S. And they're like, we don't want to do it because it's not going to make us money. And they're like, do it anyways. And they're like, <laughs> Nintendo's like, all right, fine, we'll do it. And then, of course, none of those games made money. Yeah. But they're very, Nintendo is very Japanese-based because obviously they operate out of Japan for the most part. And people walk, all they all walk around with their Wiis or their, their, their Switches. And of course, they're always bumping into each other, and they're always playing land games. But see, um, they're, they're not going to want to connect to the World Wide Web because they've already they're they're inclusive. But Evan, we have Playstations. That's from Japan too. Well, that's a different company, though. I know, but that's what I'm that's what I'm saying is that how can one Japanese company totally get it and understand it, and then the other one be so far removed and not understand at all? Like, it, it just baffles me that there's a, a pretty successful company in gaming media that just can't fucking figure it out. How is that possible? Mm. Nintendo is very, is very, um, and I'm definitely not, I'm not defending them on any of this, but they're very, uh, they do things their own way. And they have been doing things their own way since the 80s when they first entered the video game market. I feel like Nintendo, and, yeah, they try too hard to be innovators, which perfectly cool if it works mm-hmm. and it's solid and it makes the gaming experience better, mm. for sure, then do it. But if it's something that's kind of gimmicky, like motion controls and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and like kind of forcing people like... I think we talked a little bit about it. Uh, Zelda, which one? Twilight Princess? Yeah. Where it's like you have to use the motion controls. Oh, um... Uh, Skyward Sword. Sword. Is it? Skyward oh, Sword, it you have to use the motion controls. Yeah. Some of the dungeons are like, we, you gotta. You just have to. It's like, well, I don't fucking want to. But Nintendo <laughs> is so like, oh, well, we're innovators and we ha- like, we're gonna make you do this because it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool like the first time, but doing it over and over again and wanting to go back and play that game again and being like, I've got to flail my arms around in this dungeon for about 30 minutes to an hour. That's not fun. Yeah. It was never fun to me. I'm sure it was fun to some people. I think they gave up on the peripheral angle 
I think they realize that that's not going to take for two two consoles in a row. I mean, did because they? people uh, they made it work with the Wii that printed money, and uh-huh. then they tried to do it with the Wii U, and people are like, "We just want to use a controller again. We're over this." Well, I mean, they did it with the Switch. What are you talking about? They've got Joy Cons. Yeah, you have the option to do Pro Controller or whatever, but the Joy Cons still are like yeah, they but still... they're uh, that's true and. Definitely to the extent of, say, Mario Odyssey, which came out last year. Uh-huh. Uh, which, that game is easier to maneuver with motion controls. Mm-hmm. Opposed to playing it handheld. But they've definitely, they understand now, like, oh, people just, they don't want to do, they don't want to wave their hands around all the time. They like the option. They like the option to do it. But right. for the at the end of the day, people want to push buttons. Yeah. Um, this really just boils down to the idea that they've tried to be a Red Ocean company with the GameCube, and they just failed. They failed. They fell on their face. That's why they're just like, we need to be a Blue Ocean company. We need to innovate, and it's it's totally hit or miss. Well, yeah, I was to say so. That's kind of dumb. I don't like that because it's like you tried once and you're like, oh, we failed. We can never do that way again. It's like, how are you? It's to me, it's weird because it's like you guys are such innovators of like trying to bring new systems within gaming mm-hmm. that you're not willing to do that stuff and you're not willing to understand that people want the option. What I find is interesting is as innovative as they claim to be, they just refuse to touch VR, and that's because uh, the failure of the the Virtual Boy. But now VR is actually a viable medium. They're just like are people are people still doing VR? It's it's gonna gain some traction. It's gonna become more commercially viable. And when it's been years, it's still dude. It still costs like eight hundred dollars for a VR. Exactly. When is it gonna come down? And when it's three hundred dollars. And when do you think that'll be? I don't ten day ten ten days from now ten ten years from now. It's going to happen, dude. We're going to get VR. Okay, yeah, I mean, you're right. It'll eventually happen. But, I mean, I want to experience it, not when I'm fucking old. Mm, No. I don't... So, they're coming out with, like, a Vive Pro, I think it is, and it's, like, $1,500. That's too much. It's way too It's very highfalutin right now. I mean, dude, that Magnavox Odyssey was probably, like, a grand in today's money. The Magnavox Odyssey was the first video game system. It, video games were never cheap to begin with. Dude, even going back to the PS3, that shit was like, what, $600, $900 when it yeah, first it came like, out? Yeah, it was like $800, $900. Well, my argument with VR is that they're taking too long. If So if VR had an easier entry level, I feel like a lot more people would have it, and the development would be a lot quicker. But because they've set it to this standard of like, all right, well, I think the Vibe Pro was like what six, seven hundred, something like that. The one mm-hmm. that you got. The one I got is uh, eight hundred dollars. It's the eight- ba- it's not a pro though. It's the original. It's just the original, mm-hmm. so you can walk around. Um, it's eight hundred bucks. Dude, it's like it's like dropping ten grand on a TV that has eight K. Yeah, it's, you gotta wait for the price drop. The only difference is that one is literally a monitor and the other one has peripherals. It's a monitor with peripherals and has motion controls, but, and it's got to run all these games. So, so it, of course, it's gonna it's not only gonna be more expensive, but it's gonna take longer for that price to drop. And I I understand that, but I just to me it doesn't it doesn't sound 
like a good business choice and even at a like a consumer choice well then maybe you're right maybe nintendo is definitely looking at it they're like no we don't want to do that it's too much to invest in it costs too much at this point yeah nintendo's always been pretty good with like the the cost uh the entry level the cost yeah uh they definitely love to keep their prices down that's probably why they're why they're not even pursuing it whatsoever that's why the switch is only at 720p mm-hmm. and it feels like a little plasticky piece of shit mm-hmm. they know that they've got to keep costs low because people like me who are kind of cost aware price aware i guess yeah we're just like well 800 dollars for a vr headset is kind of a lot and i can buy it well you can't any well no you can i can buy like half of a computer for that price mm-hmm. that's why the vr thing trips me out because it's like okay you spent fifteen hundred dollars for a vr headset and that's baller good for you but now you got to spend especially if we're talking about now today uh a good super like gpu to run it it's like 1300 mm-hmm. so we're looking at 2500 between the gpu and the fucking... I think my GPO costs eight hundred dollars, and mine runs all my VR games pretty fine. Right, but we're talking about the Pro. We're talking about a higher resolution. Is it a higher resolution? Yeah. Was it four K in your face? I think so. It's it's it, it, no, it might be fourteen forty. Okay. So it's fourteen forty, I think, in each lens, mm-hmm. and and it's got better audio quality and stuff like that. Right. So you're gonna need a better. Well, I bet a lot of that cost not only comes from that, but it comes from the wireless. Yeah. Because that's sure. the biggest leap that that VR needs to take is it needs to remove that cable from the yeah. back of your head. Yeah, but God, it, I think it is wireless. But man, how does that affect the latency? I mean, I don't, we don't have it to test it. But well, if it's Bluetooth, it's not that bad, and that's my understanding. Is it Bluetooth? Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, a hardware hardwired is always going to be better. That's just that what it well, is. Well, right. But I was just thinking of Smash Ultimate, and I was like, well, the fucking pro controller i'm pretty sure is bluetooth so why is the lag so bad on that well that and goes back to it being a software, software. issue yeah. mm-hmm. fuck you <laughs> i want to play my game without lag god damn it <laughs> um but yeah i don't know i get the choices it's just it doesn't feel right as the problem right and vr costs too much and i would like to see it dip soon so i can actually try it out because i've tried vr i've tried it at your house i've tried it um at another place and i like it but there's it's not enough for me to be like man i gotta buy this so i can go home and play every other day in vr i i maybe it's just me i don't care Mm. it's still a little too gimmicky for me do you do you still find yourself playing it uh, often yeah i was playing it the other day oh okay Mm -hmm. what do you play just the same thing um, I like playing, um, this shooting game that I got. Um, it's like a hyper-realistic gun game. Uh, but I was playing Minecraft VR the other day, and it's just, it's very, like, wow, I'm like, I'm in Minecraft now. Do you, so, I don't know about the vibe enough, but can you sit down and just kind of, like, chill with a controller and play like that, and the vibe yeah. looks good enough? Okay. Yeah. Subnautica, you use a controller, but you can still, like, look around and shit. Yeah, I I kind of prefer that a little bit more. I want to be able to, like, 
chill in my nice chair mm. and be able to look around and be like, whoa, so right. immersive. Oh, man. Look at that shark, dude. I like having the play space. I like being able to just jump around and duck and do all this crazy shit. I do too, but I feel like you would need some space to do that. To like fully be immersed, mm. you would need like an empty room to enjoy it. Yeah. Because, I mean, you could play in your room. But depending on how much like extra space you have in your room, yeah, it's it. I feel like it's not enough. Like mm. you're gonna walk two feet in front of you and be like, "Fuck, that's the wall." Yeah, it depends on the game. Some games require you to have that space, and others are just like, "Nah, dude, you can just sit in your chair." Oh, okay. So that like a lot of games are literally you can just sit in your chair. Okay, cool. Cause I I kind of prefer that. I don't. I mean, mm-hmm. I like the walking around and stuff like that. But I think I think it was horseshoes and hot dogs, horseshoes and hand grenades, yes. which is the gun game I I was playing. Okay. So I remember, like, uh, you can do, like, where the point and click where it, like, moves you. Mm-hmm. And that shit was really trippy because I, like, it felt like I was being moved. Uh-huh. And it, like, it was really dumb. But, like, you would click an area and then you would just kind of get dragged there. And your brain is like, oh, God, you're getting dragged there. <laughs> but you're like, no, I'm not moving at mm-hmm. all. So Well, when I play that game now, I have, like, a locomotion thing where you hold down each butt, you you hold down the option button on each controller, and you just kind of wave your arms in front of you like you're jogging. <laughs> and if you the faster you do it, the more you sprint. Uh-huh. So that's what I do in that game now. Huh. Uh, so it feels a like, more say, natural, yeah. Doom VR, or VFR, um, which is strictly teleportation. Teleportation thing, if it's not, like instantaneous it feels weird right if it's like you're just kind of like ah, and you get pulled to it it just feels awkward. there's a learning curve there's mm-hmm. a learning curve with a lot of vr stuff because you really got your brain has to get used to the sweet and the sour <laughs> the salty and the sweet of you standing in a room and your your eyes seeing something completely different the visuals of you running down the hill to your body just standing there and being like uh-huh. Dude, we're not moving. And the brain's like, no, you are moving. Yeah, it's weird. Mm-hmm. I had a friend who got literally fucking motion sickness. <laughs> and he had to go like, dude, I gotta use your bathroom right now. <laughs> I remember you telling me about this and it made me laugh because it was like, Giselle uh, gets the same way. She gets incredibly motion sickness. Yeah. So like, um, we got the Galaxy S8 Plus, I think it is. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it came with, like, a VR headset. We had to wait a couple of weeks, whatever, to get it. But it came with it. Um, I have no problem with VR. She doesn't. Like, she can't use it at all. That's so sad. Yeah, I was like, oh, maybe it's a little bit better. It doesn't have the screen door effect. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more high re- resolution. So I had her try it for, like, a minute uh, just using Netflix or something because there's a Netflix app where you can, like, look like you're sitting in a cabin and there's a big fucking screen in front yeah. of you, and it's really cool. And I was like, oh, check it out. It's pretty cool. She put it on for, like, a minute, and she just, like, had mad vertigo, and she's Dang, like... Dang, dude. I feel terrible. I can't, like... You're an asshole for making me do this. And I was like, jeez, I didn't think I'm gonna hit you that bad. So yeah. I feel for the people that can't... I feel for them, too. Because I'm still jaded by VR. Um, I, it's definitely not as mind-blowing as it as it was because when i remember when i first booted up minecraft in vr mm-hmm. it was it was very surreal 
and it's just you see the blocks and you see how big everything is really and you look at that sheep over there like oh that sheep look at that sheep over there <laughs> and then the creeper comes up on you out of like a cave and you're just like freaking out so i don't get that much anymore but i love putting people into vr just to see how how they how they react to it and for somebody like giselle who just gets motion sickness out of basically anything I... yeah yeah i think you it's enjoy... like having a disease mm, i was gonna say i think you enjoy watching people's like pop their cherry i guess essentially yeah with vr and yeah because it's like it, i remember uh watching giselle's brother do vr with like a headset mm-hmm. or not, or not a headset uh roller coaster game mm-hmm. and it was really funny because he was like tripping out and experiencing it and he was like screaming and like he's like whoa <laughs> shit and I was just like oh man so yeah I get it mm-hmm. um it's just the price levels for entry is yeah. the price of admission is just too fucking much man it is it'll um it's gonna be a little while but VR is not going anywhere. It's just only going to get more adaptive. Yeah. I... The fact that they, they're like, oh, we'll send you a VR headset with your phone. They really want to make VR a thing. Whoever they are. Yeah. I think that... I mean, I don't know if they do it anymore. We'll have to see. But I just... Man, I would like it to... It's a... doesn't necessarily baffle me but i understand that it's going to take some time it just kind of sucks that we're in that period of like it hasn't picked up yet but it's gaining traction and slowly we'll get there and it's like i don't want to be in that time period where we're slowly picking up traction i want to be in that time period where it's like bam shit's real it's real good here (laughs) it is try it out and you're like oh shit we definitely needed the technology to get to that point and that's where we are now exactly vr from the 90s is a joke Uh uh-huh but i saw the vr in the 90s with like that one there was that one movie with sinbad where he had to he was the bodyguard for the president's son and it ends with the president's son going to some like mall with a vr headset and i'm just like wow that's so cool (laughs) i can't wait to play vr and now it's it, but it, all of it was just nothing but polygons. He was just looking at polygons uh-huh. all over his face. And now that shit is, like, real clean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the other day I was playing uh, Half-Life 1 in, in VR. And I'm just like, wow, I'm at Black Mesa right now. This is really cool. <laughs> it sounds cool. Yeah. But it, that there's a lot of kinks that need to be worked out with that mod. Oh, I'm sure. It's, uh... I wouldn't say it's necessarily playable, but it's a fun little excursion. <laughs> yeah. See, I feel like that kind of stuff could be very, uh, I don't want to say niche, but niche. It's where niche right now, yeah. They can uh, make old school kind of games like that, like mm-hmm. Half-Life and stuff. Super like high-res texture and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. So you can like walk around and feel like you're really... I would it. almost say I like... I like the old 1998 textures a little better. Really? Than, say, like, VR with Black Mesa. Man, I feel like walking around and seeing, like, and actually kind of, like, being in the, like, Mm -hmm. lab facility in 8K or whatever the fuck it is now. Mm -hmm. And experiencing, like, the explosions and, like, having the fucking people drop in on you would be crazy as fuck. Because at least at the, like, 
the pixelated and like kind of old school jaggy look you would understand it but i feel like your brain would like start to panic at that point you had to have grown up with the original half-life i think if you have a deep respect for for that and you can acknowledge the fact that like oh these graphics are shitty what it is more than anything is it's it's uh it's a what was the word i was looking for i almost want to say adorable it's it's a certain level of nostalgia it's very quaint it's quaint it's very quaint it's from a different era but you get to see you don't you get to experience the game from a different viewpoint right and that that's why i i let it go that being said yes i would like to play black mesa in vr (laughs) because i'm sure it would be a better experience yeah i just to me that'd be sick like i just feel like being able to look at your equipment and your like the 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 hazmat suit and all that Mm -hmm. stuff would just be fucking surreal Mm -hmm. maybe that's what val was waiting for and that's why we haven't seen anything they're waiting for technology to get to that point and they'll fucking release half-life 3 I know, I know. I'm, I'm almost going. convinced that Half-Life 3 was supposed to be VR, but they couldn't make it work. And they're just like, nah. We can't reinvent this wheel any further. We'll just forget about it. Yeah, I could see that. It just sucks, because there's not an... Is there an end? God, I don't remember. I haven't played Half-Life 2 yeah. in forever. Well, there's never going to be any conclusion to I... Half-Life. It was always going to end with another cliffhanger. You don't think that there could have been just a, like a final ending to that stuff? No, because the original writer had no intention of ever giving Gordon any sense of relief. Okay. Well, was that because of the first one, and then the second one happened, or he like planned the first two, and he was like, "It's just gonna go on forever, so I'm done." Uh, well, he was done because they weren't working on the game anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, like when he initially wrote it. Did he have a plan for a no, trilogy? No, this isn't a, this this isn't a uh, Breaking Bad situation. Oh. He didn't have a start and a finish. It just literally he was taking it game by game. Okay. And he never intended to ever give you satisfaction at the end of any of these games. All right. Well, so take that as you will. That's not a very. <laughs> I mean, that's cool, and then it. I feel like it kind of freshens it up. In the sense that everything is, like, unique. But, god damn, to not have a plan to finish through with it is mm-hmm. kind of fucking shitty. Yeah. Sequel bait. It's all sequel bait. Mm-hmm. Like the ending of Prey 1. What the fuck was up with that, right? <laughs> or the ending of Doom 6 2016, which is the most un- one of the most unsatisfying endings I've ever had of a video game that I loved. But see, they're making a sequel to it. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to have a very satisfying ending. <laughs> you might. <laughs> you never know. Mm-hmm. Let's start wrapping this up. I want to give a quick shout out to um, a YouTube channel that I, I personally uh, more or less came in contact with about two years ago, but recently started getting into it. A little bit more and i was completely floored when today the super best friends play put out their final episode uh just called super best friends play finale and they the three of them pat matt and uh wooly basically all explained that show's over we're not doing it anymore 
there's been a falling out and we appreciate the ride um and i just wanted to give a quick shout out to them end of an era what they play did they play anything Oh, they play a lot of things. I recently well, no, I meant like in the finale. Did they play anything? No, it's literally, and they didn't. They didn't even record all in the same room. They all recorded their own things, oh, and then God. they added. The, they edited the video together. It started seems... with Wooly explaining the situation, and then it cut over to Matt explaining the situation a little bit further, and then it's then Patch's like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna do whatever." <laughs> and that sounds uh, really bad, actually. Jesus. Yeah, supposedly Matt and Pat had a falling out. Um, and it, you know it is what it is. H- but I think they 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 handled it with grace, the best that they could. They they thanked their audience profusely, and it really kind of just puts an idea of you know all these let's play channels. They all have an expiration date. They may or may not know it at this point. And it's kind of like PewDiePie. He moved away from let's plays, and now he's more of a reaction channel. So he kind of found a way to just keep things going. But some of these other let's play channels is. Well, these, these fucking people are going to be playing these things in their 80s? No, they're not. Everything is going to come to an end at some point. And sure. Superfest Friends uh, did it for nine years, and it is was a wild ride. run that any of the, like, Let's Play? No, I think uh, mm. Game Grumps and maybe Funhouse have been doing it longer. No. Game, Game Grumps have been around uh, for around five or six years. Really? It feels yeah. longer. Yeah. Yeah, it does feel longer, doesn't it? Um, Funhouse, Funhouse is interesting because they started off with with at Machinima and then as Insider Gaming, and then they moved on. They some sort of debacle happened, and they had to leave, and then they started their own thing. Right, but it was still the core same people. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, technically, and they've been doing Funhouse for probably like five years themselves, but of course it spans back maybe three years before that. Right. Uh. So yeah, I just want to give a quick shout out to that and all the people who were fans of them and i got a few friends in particular who who i talked to today and they're like yeah those people they super best friends got me through some rough times in my life because i really enjoyed their content and it's sad to see them go but um if if they're happy to move on then i'm happy to move on right on well i mean it definitely doesn't sound too happy but i mean at least like you said they can kind of move on amicably i guess exactly to a certain extent exactly I think the like whole like not even like willing to record with each other is like goddamn. It must have been some nuclear fallout bullshit happening between them where they're like, I don't even want to be in the same room with this motherfucker. I know, right? Ugh. I mean, makes you appreciate your friendships a little bit more. Yeah. That's yeah. It doesn't work. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of comedic duos didn't like each other throughout the years. Hmm. Um, I'm sure the uh, Three Stooges all had issues with each other. They all have created differences. Do you think what kept them together was that they kind of had like a brothership? Or do you think it was just more a basic, like, just money, where they were getting paid globs of money, so I'm going to tolerate you? Uh, probably sure. a little bit of both. I know they replaced Curly quite a few times. Um, maybe because the actor was not well or wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say. It's hard to say with some of these people. Yeah, and I mean, for that kind of stuff, it also could just depend if, like, some people take a little bit too much charge, where, like, you can't talk at all. Yeah. Because, I mean, I know that, like, that, that's gotta be a fucking thing. 
that people deal with where they really like get together with someone and they're like cool i have this idea and then it kind of gets bulldozed and you can't say anything you can't mm-hmm. respond and you're just sitting there like okay yeah and you're like giving 75 percent, but you really want to give your 100 percent. you just can't yeah so i mean that's cool for them to be able to do it long enough for mm. that they enjoyed it for about 10 years yeah and it's unfortunate yeah. that it had to come to an end but i mean you're right everything has an expiration date so at mm. least they had a good run and i guess is my mm. point they had enough respect for their fans to be to be straight with them yeah to be 100 percent transparent be like look falling outs have happened and it's just not gonna work anymore <laughs> yeah it's it kind of reminds me of uh gang grumps where i'm pretty sure they had a good falling out and they didn't really talk about it and then john tron did his like music video mm-hmm. and then he had uh aaron come and he like wrote Aerith's lines or whatever like that's the joke in the video where he was like i'm a poopy pants oh, i'm okay. a big dumb idiot I don't know much about that. No, you never saw that? No. Oh, man. You was the fireworks watch. song that, that John Tron did? No. It was some, like, it, it had to deal with, like, that Star Wars fucking thing where they did, like... Oh, Starcade. Yeah, I think oh, so. Yeah. That was a few years ago. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, mm-hmm. it was just really funny because it was just, like, they, they touched on it finally, and it was just, like, you... I think John obviously had more, a little bit more creative with it, but he was just kind of like, you're an asshole, but whatever, man. Right. It is what it is. Which was really cool. I'm glad that they kind of squashed that stuff. Yeah. It's no point in carrying that stuff on. You just kind of gotta let it go. Yeah. Huh. Doesn't work, doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Well, I can see Evan is ready to get out of here. <laughs> so, uh, let's go ahead and close it out. You want to go ahead and take us out of here? Uh, My name's Evan. And this is Robert. And thanks for listening. Uh, This is uh, Atlas Nova signing out. See you later. (gasps) Wow!